It's time to get up, get motivated, and start making moves for yourself instead of working to make someone else rich. These are genuine experiences and the stories of real entrepreneurs that made the ultimate decision to live for themselves in order to achieve unbelievable results. You're listening to The Time Is Now, making your business personal. Now here's your host, Kent Clothier. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this very special episode of the podcast. I'm excited to have you here with me. I'm going to talk about something today that it's actually been a while since I've talked about this. This is what I call my 15 keys to success. And this all kind of started back, I guess, probably in about 2011 when I had just begun to realize that there were some things I'd learned along the way of my journey, right? After losing everything, after getting beat down, after building the back, after doing that actually twice, I began to realize there were some lessons that I had acquired, very fortunately acquired over the years. And so I tried to put them into a a list, if you will, and a list that I would go off and I would share with my son. And then ultimately that turned into, began sharing it with a lot of other people out there. And so now here we stand many years later, and this is a list that's been shared tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of times out there online. And I thought I would share it with you guys here today. So let's talk about it, right? What are the 15 keys? What are the things I think you absolutely need to be doing out there, whether it's in business life, whatever the case may be. These are things that I think are really, really important. And the first thing I would share with you, the first lesson would be you must take action, right? So the world is filled with with people that know so much, but they have such a lack of courage, that they actually fail to do anything about it. So basically, over-educated fools. I mean, it's almost a cliche, right? I mean, it's so crazy to me. The way I've had a mentor share it with me, I'd much rather have, basically, there's a lot of people out there that have knowledge on ice and give me ignorance on fire versus knowledge on ice. And that's that's a really prophetic way to say this, right? At the end of the day, take action. Just move. Don't sit on the information that you have. You will figure it out. Done is better than perfect. Go, 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 go. That action, that inertia, that the movement, the momentum is so powerful in, in anything you do out there. Getting in the game is, I would argue, it's 99% of the battle. You will figure out most of this, but you will never figure it out if you decide to sit on the sidelines and I'm just going to get it perfect. I'm going to create perfection. I'm going to create the perfect scenario, cross all my T's, dot all my I's, get my LLC set up, get my company name, my logo, my branded shirts. I'll get all my apparel lined up. I get it all done. And then I'm going to actually do something. It is so absolutely silly. I know more really, really, really smart, broke people than I can even care to mention. And equally, I know some of the biggest and richest dipshits on the planet because It is all about that momentum. It's all about taking action. Act as if it's already happened. Act as if you are already there and be bold enough to just take the steps to make that happen. Number two, I would tell you, which is a huge deal here, is recognize opportunity. There's so many of us that walk around blinded and we're so busy focused on the things that don't really matter. And we're so easily distracted by whether it's the media or Facebook or Instagram or whatever the case may be. We've got these things going on. They're nothing but distractions. And it confuses our mind. It clouds our vision. And so when opportunity actually is right in front of us, right there for the taking, we don't see it. And because we're so busy focused on trivial shit, 
where we don't easily recognize when one of the biggest opportunities of a lifetime is right in front of you. And I think that is such a shame. And I think it's such a scam out there. And I actually think there's a lot of power in keeping most people ignorant and most people, you know, with their heads up their asses. I mean, I think whether that's the media, whether that's politics, whether that's whatever the case, I think there's a, just a lot of power in doing that to people. So you will notice that the people that don't play the game, the people that don't participate, the people that don't get down into all that nonsense, they have one purpose. They are crystal clear. They have a vision of their life. They know where they're going. They know what they're trying to accomplish. And they're putting themselves in the situation where opportunities that help them accomplish those things actually happen. And when that opportunity does arise, they grab on with both hands and they make the most out of it. I think it's really important that you recognize opportunity, the power of now, right? No opportunity wasted. Don't waste these opportunities. You're probably... You can easily put yourself in the right circles. You can easily put yourself talking to the right people, having the right discussions. But none of that matters if when those opportunities are placed right in front of you, if you're so next shiny object about life and just looking for the next greatest thing that you forget to look at the one thing, that's a really, really big, big mistake out there. So next thing I'll share with you, number three, is give yourself permission to fail. I think, you know, people are so afraid of failing. They believe, especially people that have never actually done anything, people that have actually never built a business, people have never gone out there and decided that it's okay to embarrass themselves, that it's okay to be vulnerable, that it's okay to kind of go for it and fight for this dream. Those people, they have a confused mind and they sit around and believe that they should fear failure when it's exactly the opposite. I would encourage you to fail as often as you can. Just fail forward. Fail as often as you can. Do not run from failure. There are many, many lessons to be learned when you fail, but you fail often, you fail forward, you get up, and you get closer to success each and every day. That's the key. If you sit on the sidelines and believe, have this delusional thought that somehow all these people, whether it's Elon Musk or anybody else you admire out there, right? I mean, Elon Musk gets a lot of press right now, but it could be Warren Buffett, it could be Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos. You know, anybody that gets all the press today, any of the entrepreneurs, celebrities that are out there, they have failed a lot. Just go read their biographies. Just go get a little bit of information and you'll see they make a lot of mistakes, but they do it and they learn from it and they figure out how to avoid it next time. And they're willing to do it all over again if it's necessary to attain their goals. Do not get trapped in that delusional thought that that successful people don't fail. It's quite the opposite. They fail. They fail a lot. They quickly learn from it and they move forward. Number four. I would tell you to embrace the struggle. Anytime you're trying to fight for a dream, it won't always be cupcakes and rainbows and sunshine and puppy dogs. It just doesn't work like that. You need to get really, really comfortable being uncomfortable. You need to get really comfortable struggling. It's going to be feast or famine. There's going to be days when you're like, man, I've got too much money in my pocket. And there's going to be days when I can't figure out how to pay the bills. That is part of the process. Embrace the struggle. The struggle is helping you to figure out what you're made of, right? The grit. It's the test of character. It's anybody can do this. Anybody can do this when it's just smooth sailing. That's why, you know, when you see these Bitcoin dipshits and all these other people out there that are turning around and, oh, I'm just the next greatest investor in the world. No, you were in the right place at the right time. You got lucky. There's nothing fundamental that you did, you know, fundamentally sound what you did if you went in and bet on Bitcoin. All you did was you bought early and it moved. And it didn't move because of any other reason except a lot of other people decided they wanted to buy at the exact same time. There are no fundamentals right now in cryptocurrency. Oh, eventually they will be. It's too new for that to happen. So don't talk to me about how you have got this 
all figured out. Talk to me after you've lost it all. Talk to me after you've gone down through an actual market cycle. Talk to me after you've struggled and you sat there and you've built and you tried to figure out how to pay the bills and you've tried to figure out how to hire new employees and you've tried to figure out how to train people and you've tried to actually do something. Don't talk to me like you, because you won the lottery. Scratching off a lottery ticket or being at the right place at the right time is not the struggle. The struggle is what makes it real. You know, I'm a 15-year overnight success in the making. This takes a long time to get there. Embrace it. Prepare for it. Be ready to do it, whatever it takes to get there. The next one I'll share with you, number five here, is picture your success. So what does that mean? Well, that means that our minds are an amazing tool. First off, ask yourself this. I mean, I've never met anybody that answered anything different to this question, but how do you think? Do you think in pictures or do you think in words? We all think the same way. We all think in pictures. We dream in pictures. We envision things in pictures, right? And so if you can actually picture your success, if you read anything about Tiger Woods or LeBron James or some of the Olympic athletes, they all go through these exercises of envisioning the perfect round of golf or the perfect game or the perfect session in the Olympics. They're all the perfect dive, right? Or the perfect gymnastics routine. They all are programmed and go through these mental exercises of preparing themselves mentally, picturing their success. So why is that important? Because if you can picture your success, you can actually picture perfection. You cannot practice perfection. It is impossible, but you can certainly envision it. You can picture it. And if you can picture it and you can allow your subconscious to get into a place where it can envision it and begin to believe it, right? Our subconscious is extremely powerful. Our subconscious is not analytical. It does not have the mechanism in place to just try to keep us for survival. That's our analytical side of our mind, right? That's a conscious side of our mind. Our conscious side of our mind is trying to do one thing. That's keep you alive. It is survival. Our subconscious is strictly just believing a scene, right? If I see it, I believe it. Seeing is believing. Believing is seeing. Whatever the case, I mean, whatever it is, I'm in. I can prove that to you. If you're listening to me, I can virtually guarantee you right now that you've had a dream at some point in your life that was so real that you woke up in the middle of the night and maybe it was just, oh my God, holy shit, lost my breath, right? You know, adrenaline's pumping, heart's racing, maybe even a couple tears are shed, whatever the case may be. The dream was so real that it physically changed you. Your heart's beating harder, adrenaline's pumping, endorphins are releasing, tears are being shed. But was it real? It wasn't real. But your subconscious doesn't know the difference. Your subconscious sees it going on in the mind's eye and believes it to the point that it is physically changing you. So don't tell me how the subconscious isn't powerful. It's extremely powerful. So the same can be true on the other side. Imagine for a minute if you just took the time to picture your success. Sit down and write out your perfect day. I had a mentor do this to me many years ago and told me to write down my perfect day, line by line, minute by minute, hour by hour. And his comment to me at the time was, man, you're so busy chasing money. And I've shared this with you before, but his comment was, you're so busy chasing money, you have no idea what you really want. It's reasonable to assume that the perfect year, the perfect life, the perfect month starts with the perfect day. So why don't you decide what your perfect day looks like and go from there? And I did it. And I have quite literally done it every year since then because it was such a powerful exercise for me that I actually went off and not only did I write it down, but again, I began to read it and listen to it day after day after day, training my subconscious to believe that what I thought of perfection, it started to believe was reality. And so it's no wonder that I live in an amazing place right now, right? I live in La Jolla, California. My backyard quite literally is the Pacific Ocean. I walk right out and look directly at it every single day. I'm one, two steps off my back patio and I'm in the ocean. And 
That doesn't happen by accident. That happens because in my mind, I saw it many, many, many years before it ever happened. And I want to tell you that that is the power of picturing your success. What do you want your life to look like? If I ask you that question today, you were sitting in my office today, almost virtually all of you couldn't answer that question. And that's the problem. That's the reason why you just get on that hamster wheel and you trade in that job for this entrepreneurial endeavor and you look up and you're not any further along than you thought you were. You basically looked up and you've traded one job in for another job, but then on this job, you have no security. It's all on you. You have no insurance. You have nothing. You're just working harder than you've ever worked in your life, chasing, 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 chasing. Money, 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 money. And then God forbid you actually get the money and have a little bit of success, then you're really screwed. Because at that point, now you have no choice but to stay right on that hamster wheel. That just sucks. It's not any fun. It's a bunch of bullshit that we all get sold, right? Oh, come chase the entrepreneurial dream. I'm trying to help you avoid that. Once you decide what life is supposed to look like right now, today, this is what I want my life to look like. This is what I want to spend every freaking day doing. Every day. If I had to do the exact same thing over and over and over, this is what perfection looks like. Start there, at least, because that's success. And then you start working your plan backwards. All right, so the next thing I'll tell you is really quite simple. And it is, it's a big key. It's called controlling your fear. Right? I talked about earlier giving yourself permission to fail, but also you can't have a fear of failure, meaning that you have to fear regret more than you fear failure. You have to fear regret more than you fear failure. The number one regret that in a recent survey, I read it online, so it must be true, was according to this survey, they had interviewed a, a number of people, a number of older people on their deathbed. And repeatedly, the biggest regret was people talk about things that they just hadn't done in their life. Think about that for a moment, how powerful that exercise must be, right? Sitting there, 75, 80 years old, 85 years old, and you're laying in your deathbed, and you can't physically get out of the bed at this point. You are not in a physical position to do anything, and all you could sit is be trapped by your thoughts of what I wish I had done in my life. What a horrible, horrible place to be. It's a prison in and of itself. And so the idea would be put yourself there now. Think about it now. Think about it today. Think about it when you can actually do something about it. Right? You have nothing to fear. Failure is bullshit. It's just nothing. Fear regret. Successful people fear regret more than they fear failure. They simply don't want to have to look back and say, I just wish I had tried. Fear regret more than you fear failure. Control it. Hey, this is Kent, and thanks for listening to the show. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up. If you're interested in real estate investing and looking for a way to get started, go to thetimeisnow.com. Right there on the page, you'll see an opportunity to just log in and get a free copy of my best-selling book. It's a great way to get started, learn a lot about one of our most basic strategies in real estate called wholesaling, reverse wholesaling to be specific, exactly how you can get started right now. Got a whole list of resources in there, step-by-step instructions, everything you need. Again, go check it out at thetimeisnow.com. Number seven, be willing to do whatever it takes. There's a great video out there on YouTube called uh, Will's Wisdom. And I think it is, it is Will Smith, and he says it perfectly. He's like, when I get on the treadmill, and it's like I'll be at a hotel, and I get on a treadmill, and some guy will get on a treadmill next to me. He doesn't even realize he's playing the game. And a friend of mine, Jesse Edsler, kind of gave a very similar story we talked about. He gets in a sauna. And if there's somebody in the sauna, they don't even know that they're playing a game against Jesse, or they don't even know they're playing a game against Will. But in Will's mind, when he talks about it, is when I get on that treadmill, one of two things are going to happen. That guy's getting off that treadmill first, before me, or I'm going to die. One or the other. 
And Jesse's the same way. That guy's leaving that sauna before I do, or I'm going to die. The point being, and it's a great lesson and a great analogy for life. The point being, that when you approach life like that, like success is inevitable. I'm willing to go as far as it takes. Even when it comes to getting on a treadmill, I'm winning. Nobody's going to beat me. You will not outwork me. I will do whatever it takes. When that is your attitude, you can't lose. You can't lose. You got one shot at this whole thing. You don't get any mulligans. You don't get any do-overs. You got one shot at this. This ain't practice, baby. You're in the game right now. You might as well play full out all the time. Do not take your hands off the wheel. Do not take your foot off the gas. Go as hard as you can, which brings me right into number eight, which is be willing to outwork everybody, right? So you're willing to do whatever it takes, but you're also willing to outwork anybody. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you that's the ideal situation. Of course not. But if you're willing to do it, then you will never fail. Ideally, you create a situation where you've got other people working for you. You've got this whole entrepreneurial thing going and you're doing nothing but able to free up the time to do what you want to do in life. But on the path to getting there, there are certainly going to be times when you're going to have to outwork everybody. And if you're not willing to do that, then go get a job and go work for somebody else. If you're not willing to get to the office at four o'clock in the morning, and leave at 10 o'clock at night for as long as it takes to fight for this dream, to set yourself apart from everybody else, to go further than anybody else, to stop, to keep going when all your competition stops, then go do something else because you're not cut out to be an entrepreneur. It's that simple. And again, back to the example I was using earlier, you know, the guys and girls that talk about, oh, I invested this money in, in Bitcoin or this, this crypto, and they just took off. That's not a business. You didn't do anything except you put a little money in a place. And it took off for you. I'm talking about the grinders. I'm talking about the real entrepreneurs out there. The job creating, hard fighting people that know how to get shit done. That's who I'm talking about. You got to be willing to grind it and outwork everybody. So that kind of brings us to number nine, right? And that is you have to learn to focus on your passion. So many times people, when they start a business, they get trapped, you know, with the org chart is me, 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 me. They basically got their hands in everything. They haven't learned to delegate. They can't let go of anything. And as long as you can't let go of anything, you will never own a business. You will always own a job. That's simple. So you have to learn to figure out what you really, really love that you're really passionate about and do that and then outsource everything else. And it needs to become a game. You know, I had a mentor share with me a long time ago, the game has got to become, Kent, to fire yourself as often as you can. I repeat it. Fire yourself as often as you can. Think about that for a minute. If you really want to own a business and you really want to own a life, then you got to figure out a way to fire yourself. Get the hell out of the way. Trust people. Hire people. Get them around you. But you've got, and the way to do that is find what you really love to do and then start by hiring people to do all the other stuff. The idea here is to give yourself options. You'll always have the option and the opportunity to do these other things in your business, even the stuff you're passionate about. But at some point, it's really nice that when you can replace yourself in every regard and all you get to do is just, man, I just really love doing this one thing in my business. And so that's what I'm going to focus on. Find and focus on your passion. All right. Number 10 here. Try to move a little bit quicker here. System, system, systems. You have to put systems and processes in place. There's two types of people out there that work. You either have people that work very well on projects or you have people that work very well on processes. And I can tell you, you need both in an organization, but processes and systems and automation turn it into a business. And automation can be as simple as it's automated because I don't have to do it, right? There's somebody else is doing it. But without it, you will always own a job. You'll always be trapped. You have to figure out a way to put the system in place to remove yourself. 
what are the functions? You map it out. And there are a million different ways to do this today. But, you know, whether it's Glyphy, whether it's a whiteboard, I don't care what it is. Whether it's just checklist, whether it's Trello board, I don't care. The point is, is there's so many ways to create this situation to where you can remove yourself. But it all comes down to systems. Just start with one process at a time. I'm going to document clearly how this one thing is done. And when I get done, I will have the beginnings of a process so that I can begin training somebody else to do it and start removing myself. Number 11, show me a business that isn't marketing and I will show you a business that's dying. It's that simple. Your lifeblood in just about any business that I know is marketing. You have to create leads. And if you don't believe me, then just let me know, especially in the real estate business, let me know how well you do without any leads. If you don't have any buyer leads, seller leads, or private money leads, let me know how well that business fares. Talk to me in a year when it's out of business. And so if that's the case, then you have to get really good and really passionate about marketing. You have to clearly understand how to market. And you got to focus on it. And you have to understand what the dynamics of it are. And you have to understand all of the idiosyncrasies and all of the different variables that go into becoming really good at marketing and conversion and sales. These things really, really matter. And if you don't know how to do it, then pour yourself into understanding it. Just because you can go buy a website or because you can go and you know buy this training means nothing if you don't use it. Marketing matters. It is the lifeblood of your business. Never forget it. In fact, I'd go as far as saying that you're not in the real estate business. You're in the marketing business. The real estate is just a widget. Once you understand how to market, once you understand how to sell, it'll never matter what you do. You'll be great at it from that point forward. But if you don't know those things, it doesn't matter what you do. You'll always suck. It's that simple. Let's talk about number 12 here, which is mentoring and masterminding. I'm often asked, what's the single most important thing that I would attribute any success that I have to? Like if I had to choose one thing, put my finger on it, this is it. Number 12, mentoring and masterminding, surrounding yourself with people that will lead you and guide you and show you. I've had many mentors in my life that have really taken the time to show me how to become a better version of myself. And I feel like I'm always evolving. I've invested a great deal of money in mentoring over the years. Equally, I've, in, I've invested a great deal of money in masterminding. Masterminding, if you don't know what that is, it's an opportunity to get in a room with a bunch of entrepreneurs that are playing at the same level or greater than you are. If you walk into a mastermind and you are the smartest person in the room, then you are in the wrong damn room. You always want to be the dumbest person in this room. That you want to be able to learn from every single person and then quickly rise. You know, the saying goes, a rising tide raises all ships. Well, that's very, very evident inside of a mastermind group. We have one of the most successful masterminds in the country today. Entrepreneur Magazine just named it the top 10 mastermind for growth in the country. It's called the Boardroom Mastermind. And I can tell you, we see what this does for people each and every day. It was so important to me and my success that I, one of the, you know, in the last, I guess, three years ago, we decided, all right, it's our turn. We need to go and we need to give back. We need to create the opportunity to show other people how this is done. And so now we have several hundred people in these masterminds that are happening all over the country at any given time where people are learning from each other and discovering how fast this can be. And they're compressing their timetable very, very quickly, right? It would take them five, 10, 15 years. The collective brain power in that room compresses it all down and they learn how to get it done in 90 days. So if you're looking to fast track anything from a success on an entrepreneurial endeavor, I would tell you to immediately get a mentor and immediately get into mastermind. And if you want to know more about ours in particular, I'll include it in the show notes here. Number 13, kind of a little offshoot of this, it's surround yourself with success. A part of masterminding is the simple fact that successful people like to share. I know that sounds crazy. 
But from my own experience, I can sit here and tell you, when you get to a certain level, you feel obligated. You feel like it's almost like Neo, right? Like you're in the Matrix, like somehow you're suddenly awake. There's a whole game that's been being played the whole time and you had no idea. And when you figure it out, when you suddenly feel like you've got the keys to the kingdom and suddenly feel like you understand things like you never knew were going on before, that's when stuff gets really cool. And you feel this sense, this obligation to turn around and give back and to help other people, to show them. And so you'd be surprised at how many people want to share. How that happens is you have to come giving first, meaning... Yeah, when you come to to somebody that's successful and you're looking to improve your network and you're looking to grow and you're looking to achieve things, what you want to do when you approach these people is, how can I help you? What do you need? I'll come work for you for free. I'll do whatever you need to get into your world. Let me buy you a cup of coffee. Let me take you to lunch. How can I help you to accomplish something? Tell me what I can do to help you. When you lead with gratitude, what you'll find is that law of reciprocity quickly kicks in and most people, they want to share what they know with you as well. Now, if you come in with your hand out and all you're talking about is what can you teach me? What can you teach me? How, you know, what can you give me? Then I can assure you, you will almost assuredly be shut down. People don't like that either. So come in trying to help somebody and trying to help them and then surround yourself with these people and you'll be surprised at how quickly they will turn around and help you very, very quickly. Number 14 is a really, really important part of this whole process that I learned over the years. And that is stop listening to a bunch of broke dick people. There's a bunch of broke-ass people that want to wave their finger in front of your face and tell you what you can or can't do, whether that's family, friends, whatever. People that have no idea what it takes to be successful. They literally have done nothing in their life from a success standpoint. But the moment you're out there chasing your dream, the moment you're trying to make your thing happen, they suddenly have an opinion. And they're the ones telling you, don't go to that seminar. They're telling you, don't buy that course. They're telling you, don't invest in that mentoring, that training, whatever the case may be, right? They're the ones trying to pull you back, back down into this little comfort zone because misery loves company. They want you down there with them. The naysayers, they love that. Let me just make sure that I can get you down there. They're the ones that are rooting against you from the very beginning. You are a product of the people that you surround yourself with. So back to number 13 and 14, they kind of go, if you surround yourself with successful people that believe in you and push you up and make you a better person, then you're going to see big changes. If you continue to hang around a bunch of broke dick people that want nothing but for you to fail and they're in your ear all the time, you're a product of that environment as well. I can assure you, it's not a matter of if, but it is a matter of when. It will definitely happen. You will definitely get pulled back down because it's, you are all human beings. We can only take so much. You can only hear back how big a loser you are for so long before you start believing you're a loser. And by the way, if you hang around five losers and you're sitting around wondering who's number six, it's you, dumbass. You're the one. You're the one that you think somehow things are going to change for you, but you, they can't change. You're not giving it the opportunity to change. You have to take this seriously. Get in a better network immediately. Fire the people that are holding you back. And I know that's painful. I know for many of you, if you're trying to get rid of family or friends or whatever, you, and I know how challenging that is, but you have one shot at this. You do not get another shot. This is not practice. You're not waiting for the big game. You're in the fucking game right now. Go. Go make something big happen right now in your life. And the easiest way to do that, or certainly one of the easiest ways to reinforce that you can do that is do not allow other people to steal your dreams. Theirs are gone. Theirs have been stolen. And now they want nothing more than to steal yours too, right? They want nothing more than to drag you down into the dirt because it makes them feel better about themselves. You get a choice in that. Either you decide that you're worth it and I'm not going to allow that to happen in my life. And therefore, I can't have these people in my life. 
or you decide that I'm just going to put up with this bullshit, which effectively is a decision that you are okay with mediocrity. And it's that simple. There is no gray. It's black or white. If you want something big, then do big things. And that's not always going to be easy. You have to fight for this, which brings me to the last point here. Number 15 is burn the boats, meaning what you need to do is never look back. Only give yourself the option to move ahead. Hernando Cortez, I'm going to paraphrase this story very quickly, but when he sailed to the New World with the Mayans and the uh, Aztecs to, to effectively try to steal the gold right from the native people, he sailed from Cuba and everybody before him, all the Spaniards before him had failed. And so when he landed on the shores of the Yucatan Peninsula to come across, he immediately instructed his army, his crew to burn the boats. And he told them there was only one way out. And that was to go take the gold, conquer the people and turn around and we will build new boats and we will sail home. But there's only one direction and it's that way. It's not that way. We are no longer have the option of retreating because we burn the boats. When you do that mentally, psychologically and tell yourself there is no option to go backwards. I only can go one direction. Then success is inevitable. And think about how powerful that is. When success is inevitable, it's just a matter of when. When is it going to happen? When am I going to get there? Because I can't go back. I'm never going back. It's not going to go. I will never go that direction. I will always move this direction. So does that mean I don't fail? Of course not. I fail, but I fail that direction. And I get up and I keep moving. And I get up and I keep moving. I'm sure in their battles, they had plenty of setbacks, but they kept moving and they kept moving and they kept moving. And eventually they succeeded. Now, that's a great analogy for what you're trying to accomplish here when it comes to business or when it comes to creating your perfect life or whatever you're trying to do out there. You have to put yourself mentally in a situation where failure is not an option. Success is inevitable. It is not just words, ladies and gentlemen. These are not just little cliches and little memes that get posted up on Instagram and then we all go Yahoo and see if I can get 500 damn likes. Nobody gives a shit. This is real life. You have to push yourself and never let yourself go backwards. Every day is the one day, the one shot you've got at to make everything happen in your life. And you get a little bit closer each and every day. And before you know, you look up and you've got it. You know, saying in our offices, the time is now. I wear it on my wrist every single day. The reason is, it's because it's right now. I don't wear a watch, but when I look at that every day, I look at it and it's always fucking right. Every day. Because it is now. This is the shot I got. I can do something about the rest of my life in this moment, and I'm going to make the most out of it. That's the mentality it takes. That's what burn the boats means. That's how you get into a place mentally where you're like, I just am never going backwards. I will always improve. I will always grow. I'll always get one step closer to what I'm trying to achieve. The finish line always moves, which is okay because I'm always growing. Those are the 15 things I would share with you. 15 hard lessons I've learned over the years that I think really, when I look back, They've mattered the most to me. If ever I'm in doubt, if ever I'm wavering a little bit, if ever I'm in a challenging situation, I easily look back to these notes and I know exactly what I need to do. I've been here before. I've gained that wisdom, right? I mean, I'm 47 years in on this, right? I'm basically 30 years in business at this point. I've been in business since I was 17 years old. I've got enough wisdom to fall back on it. And I hope you found these 15 lessons and this 30 years of experience valuable. I'll tell you on the show notes what I will do is I will put up a little download that you can have. It's basically a, a PDF of all 15 of these. If you want to go download it, just go over to kentclothier.com 
and click on the podcast or go to thetimeisnow.com and click on the podcast. Check out this episode and it's called Kent's 15 Keys and then we will easily have a download there for you. As always, guys, I appreciate everything. Appreciate all the love, all the comments, all the feedback. Keep the reviews coming. Keep the feedback coming. We feed off of it and we want to always continue to improve. And until I see you again, take care. God bless. Peace. You've reached the end of this episode, but there's plenty more for you over at thetimeisnow.com where you can sign up for our free mailing list to help you make the next big shift in your career. As always, we'll see you next time on the Time Is Now podcast where your business is personal. Is personal.